You're listening to the Holistic Spaces podcast with Angie Cho, episode number 17, Feng Shui and the Water Element. Welcome to the Holistic Spaces podcast, where we hope to inspire, educate, and empower you to create your own holistic spaces that nurture and resonate with you. Angie Cho and Laura Morris are the founders of the Mindful Design Feng Shui School. Together, they have over three decades of experience designing harmonious living spaces. Laura and Angie have guided thousands of people to shift their energy and revitalize their lives. Mindful Design School offers feng shui courses and certifications. Check us out at mindfuldesignschool.com. If you've been listening to us for a while or you're a newbie, welcome. And we hope you enjoy this earlier episode. So we are on the third of five of the five element series. First, we reviewed the earth element and then the metal element. Now, this episode is about the water element and then will be followed by the next two episodes with wood and then fire. I have corresponding blog posts on holistic spaces.com that share my favorite ways to bring in each element into your holistic spaces. So before we dive into water, I want to give a bit of background information on Chinese five element theory. Then I'll share a little bit about what the water element represents. And then I'm going to offer some functional suggestions to bring more water element into your home. So the five elements are earth, water, fire, wood, and metal. And we can apply this theory to your spaces to create harmony and balance because you don't want to have one really overwhelming the others because then you might have an imbalance. So, well, water, water, earth, all the elements, water, earth, wood, metal, fire, they all have their own characteristics and what you might not have known is that they're also related to the seasons so that would help that may help you gain more insight on what each element represents so for instance water is related to the winter because water is cold and dark just like the winter is right and wood is related to spring the season of spring so wood is related to plants and green plants and that energy of spring where the sprouts are um, pushing out of the ground. So that's the element of wood. The element of fire is related to summer. So we're talking about being out, being bright, being fiery, being so bright like the sun in the middle of summer and being out and about and, and running around and having high energy and a lot of passion. Next is metal, which is related to autumn. So metal is more about contracting, moving inward. Just like in autumn, it's starting to get colder. The leaves are dying. They're browning. They're falling off the trees. Everything is starting to become more bare. Um, The harvest has happened. So we're transitioning to a quiet time to hibernation mode. And earth, maybe you're wondering what happened to earth. So earth is actually the transition period between each season. So it's not winter, spring, summer, fall or fall, but the two to four weeks that transition between the two. So that's what earth element represents. And another thing I wanted to point out is that if you listen back to episode number 11, 
your 2016 Chinese numerology, you can calculate your nine star key, which is related to the five elements. So if you calculate your nine star numerology, you can see what element you're related to. And that also may give you an interesting way to see what element you need help and balance with. And one last thing I wanted to add about the five elements. So in the book by Harriet Beanfield and Ephraim Korngold, both acupuncturists, they wrote a book called Between Heaven and Earth, A Guide to Chinese Medicine. It's a great book if you want to check it out. But they have this interesting chart where they list all the aspects of the five elements because this is related to Chinese medicine and a lot of different um, Asian disciplines and philosophies. So um, they, I just want to share what they wrote about power and archetype for each, each um, uh, element. And that might give you some more insight on what you need and what you need more of and what you may need less of and, and how that relates to your nine star key as well. So wood is the power is expansion. So wood really pushes out like a tree, like the branches that expand out, a tr out from a tree. And the archetype is a pioneer. And fire, the power is fusion. A lot of things coming together. And, you know, because when you have a fire, you have oxygen, you have the fuel, you have light is created. So the archetype is wizard. The next one, earth, the power is moderation. So earth is about boundaries. And I think um, I talked about it in the earth episode where sometimes you can give too much or not give enough. And it's really uh, a lot about moderation. So that's the power. Uh, someone who has earth in balance, earth in earth balanced, <laughs> They have the ability to truly find what it means to have moderation in their life. And their archetype is peacemaker because they really do know how to take care of everyone and really find peace or to find peace between people. Uh, we always see that earth people sometimes get thrown in the middle of things, not because they like it, but because they're really good at it. So they're able to really uh, create peace amongst uh, people and in situations. Metal, which we talked about last time, uh, the power is contraction. So it's that moving in and um, like that autumn feeling of um, stepping back, staying inside more, bundling up, losing your, shedding your leaves, you know, and um, the archetype is alchemist. So they're really bringing a lot of different amazing things together. Like you know, it's like the focus on beauty that I talked about, but also being able to really make things happen and have completion in things and because it's metals related to the area of completion. And finally, water, the power is consolidation and uh, the archetype is philosopher. So water people really do um, really like look for the truth and they have imagination and they can really be the philosopher and connect with lots of people and really think deeply about things because water is can be a few things water can be like a river and touch a lot of people or water can be uh very deep like the, like the middle of the ocean and very dark and you don't know what's going down on down there so that's a lot of um information about all the five elements and so hopefully that'll give you some juice to go back and listen to the episodes and get excited about the ones coming up to see how you so you can help determine what you need to work on and what you what element you need to add to your space. 
now we're going to move on to the aspects of water, which I already started talking about. So what does water have the qualities of? It's fluid. It can go with the flow. It always tries to move with what's happening. Water can take the shape of whatever container it's in. So water can be really easygoing. And water is also related to wisdom and intelligence, which is that image of the deep ocean where there's all this depth to it. And also there's that darkness as well. The other aspect of water is moving water, like a rushing river, which is related to your social network, how you interact with the world. The water element creates wood because water supports plants and trees as well as all life. The name feng shui is wind and water. So water is something so important to us as humans, but in life here on earth, we need water. We're, I think, like 80% water, right? So water also overcomes fire because it extinguishes the flames. We all know that. And water element is related to dark colors like black and very dark blue. And in the feng shui bagua map, which you can find on my website at holisticspaces.com slash podcast, there's a bagua on the side. It's related to the area that's the bottom middle, which is called path in life, which is related to your career. And it's also black on the um, image. So you may have too much water if you're overwhelmed with social activities and spread yourself too thin. And if you have this sort of imbalance, you can add more earth, which muddies water or wood, which depletes water. So you can listen to the other episodes to, to kind of tune in on how to add earth or or wood. And if you're isolated, you don't have a lot of friends, you have problems connecting with people, problems getting opportunities, maybe you need more water. You have too little water. I personally have a very balanced, maybe a little bit too much water. Sometimes I can get very spread thin with all my activities, but I always have been very fortunate to be able to connect with others very well and have a lot of opportunities come to me. So my water is pretty balanced, maybe a little bit too much sometimes, but I have a, at some point my body just tells me that I'm too overwhelmed and it, it goes kaput and then I can't have too many social activities. So, um, but if you're the opposite, if you really just don't meet a lot of people or pretty isolated, you don't have a lot of opportunities, then you may want to add more water. You can also add more metal, which was the last episode, which generates water, right? So when your water is balanced, you can connect with the outside world and it responds to you in a balanced way. And you can attract connections to people, opportunities, and it's not too overwhelming, but it's not too isolating. So these are some aspects of water. Now, how do you bring more water into your home or your spaces, right? So we talked about the colors. So things that are very dark, like black or very dark blue, that's a water color. So you can wear those colors or you can bring them into your home. I really like to use black on walls sometimes. I use it in commercial spaces, but not... I wouldn't paint a whole house <laughs> or interior space black, but you could do like um, accent walls. I actually have an article um, or I was written up in an article on about.com where I suggested a 
this color called baby seal black, which is very, um, which is almost a, it's not quite black, but anyways, it's a really great way to add some contrast to your space. And so that's a way to bring in more water. You can literally bring in water, of course. So things like a water fountain or a fish tank are very obvious and very simple ways to add water to your space. Water items are also wavy shapes. So anything like with a wavy pattern and on the um, blog post, my favorite things, five ways to add water into your spaces, I included a kidney shaped table because water is also related to the kidneys in Chinese medicine. So a kidney shaped table would be a very subtle, indirect way to bring in water element into your home or any of your spaces. Uh, mirrors are also water element and can visually expand your space. And again, water represents knowledge. So if you also need to, you need to work on some of your knowledge and self or self knowledge or maybe book knowledge, adding a water element can help. Water also assists with cash flow because the flowing water represents cash flow. So things like fountains in the entry of your home with the water moving directionally in towards the center of your home is a great way to assist with positive cash flow. So that's that's not an aspect of water element, but it's a way to use water. So be sure to check out the blog post that also shares some different ways to bring water into your home. So in summary, this episode, we reviewed the water element from the Chinese perspective, and we looked at some more aspects of five element theory and what the water element represents, along with some ways to bring more water into your spaces using feng shui. And be sure to check out my blog post, My Favorite Things, for five ways to bring water element into your home. Thank you so much for listening to this earlier episode of the Holistic Spaces podcast. Now you can tune in every Monday for a new podcast episode. If you like our podcast and this episode, please share the podcast with others. Subscribe and even better, leave a review. If you'd like to explore the world of holistic spaces and feng shui on an even deeper level, please visit our website, online store, and blog for more information about feng shui and holistic living. You can visit holisticspaces.com. Support the podcast by checking out our certification and mini courses at mindfuldesignschool.com. Thank you so much for listening. See you next week.